There's no one size fits all. You don't have to do traditional retirement. So know that there are a lot of different ways to approach retirement or approach your life, we'll call it post-financial freedom, and start thinking about what makes the most sense for you, not just doing what you think the expectation is. Welcome to Your Retirement Planning Simplified with your host, Joseph Curry, a CFP professional who is going to help you learn how to simplify your retirement planning. This podcast is all about helping you answer those burning questions you've had about your retirement possibilities and making a plan to get there. Through retirement planning education, resources, and expert interviews, Joe will help you get clear on your retirement vision, how to simplify it, and what you'll need specifically to achieve or maintain your financial freedom. Ready to live out your retirement dreams and create future opportunities for the ones you love? Then let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Your Retirement Plan and Simplified. I am your co-host, Joe Curry, along with my co-host, Lindsay Wilson. How are you today, Lindsay? I'm well, Joe. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Good. Anything new since we last chatted on here? Nothing too exciting. No, just in rehearsals for the Tilco strike at Fourth Line. So enjoying that. And how about you? Anything new? Nothing really to report, although I mentioned a book, a recommendation, I think the last time we were chatting. So I finished another book I thought I would mention. It is Peaks and Valleys by, I believe it's Spencer Johnson. I thought I would mention it because it was a really good book. And it really talks about how in life we go through peaks and valleys, as the name of the book suggests, and how the highs of our peaks are really determined by what we do in our valleys and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I found it really helpful and applicable to where I am in life, but I thought it was also for anyone getting close to retirement, there's some pretty good tidbits in there, things to think about. They're super short read. So I just thought I might mention that because I really enjoyed it. Excellent. We'll make sure to include it in the show notes. Sounds great. So might as well jump into our episode for today. Yeah. Well, I thought it was worthwhile that we speak about types of retirement. We have talked about a related topic called unretirement. And in approaching retirement, we identified at least nine different types of retirement than the traditional sort of stop work at 65 retirement that we're accustomed to. And I think it's worthwhile looking at that you don't need to make a complete stop to work and then be done in the traditional sense. So I thought we might look at the nine different types and you could maybe give us a little more detail and go a little deeper on each one. Yeah, sounds good. And I think that this is an important topic because I feel like some people really struggle with the idea that maybe there's an expectation that they retire at a certain age and that retirement is just we stop work. Mm -hmm. But that's not necessarily the case. And us talking about this today, hopefully it will give people just a broader picture of what maybe they could plan for, something that's them better than the traditional retirement. So let's begin by painting a picture of the different types of retirement. We'll start out with what we just mentioned. What does traditional retirement typically look like for somebody? Yeah. So for most people, traditional retirement looks like I work until age 65 and then I completely stop work. I get my retirement party. I start my Canada pension plan and old age security and move into the next phase of my life, work not being part of that. Mm-hmm. I've talked to a lot of people who call me about retirement planning and it doesn't actually sound like they maybe want to retire, but they just say, well, I'm going to be 65 next year. So I guess I need to retire. And that's just kind of like the way it is. Mm-hmm. So that is what people traditionally think of as you know the normal retirement. Now, some people are fortunate enough, if that's what they want to do, they're able to do it earlier than 65, but that's kind of a typical age. But it doesn't have to be like that, obviously. So as we'll get into, there's some other options. Right. This is probably the less popular option. But what about if someone just keeps working? Sure. So the opposite of the traditional retirement is 
you don't have to, as I just mentioned, you don't have to stop working at age 65 just because you're eligible for a pension or any other social circumstances that make you feel like you might need to retire. And for some people, they just really enjoy what they're doing. Maybe they're passionate about it. Maybe it allows them to continue to have growth in their life and their purpose. And they just don't really see a need to stop working. And for a lot of people, the best thing is to just keep going. I think the most important thing is it's important you're not stressing yourself out and burning yourself out. But if it's something that you enjoy and it's not taking over the rest of your life, then there's nothing wrong with that. And there's no need to retire just because that's kind of the, the societal norm. Mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking of, and it'll also bridge into our next topic, a business owner I know who works in insurance. And he has taken what we might call a soft retirement, but he still goes into the office a few hours a week or more and just likes to be around and be part of the business. He's not completely retired. And so I think we can bridge into just talking about what retirement might look like for a business owner. Yeah. So business owners in a lot of different cases, and it maybe depends a little bit on the business, but they're in the unique situation that if they build a business that is at like a true business, it really, it should be able to run without them. Now that's not the case for most businesses, but instead of the goal of retirement, that might be the goal for the business owner is to get to a point where the business is operationally independent from them. Mm-hmm. And so what that might look like is making sure they have a good team. It's making sure that they're putting processes and procedures in place. And it's continuing to do, I guess what we could call an 80-20 analysis and adjustment on what they do within the business. And so what I mean by that, it's looking at what are all the things a business owner is doing. Usually there's a lot of things in there that they don't need to be doing, right? So they can put processes in place to take care of a technology or team members. And there's, you know, we'll call it that 20% that is really what they're bringing to the business and value, right? So that's where they're driving new business or whatever it is that really make that business tick, which is why they've had a successful business over the years. So if they can continue to just hone in on that 20% that is bringing value and that they enjoy, then what that does is it really frees up a lot of balance in their life. So they don't really need to be in the business every day. So they can take more vacations, work shorter weeks. This also scratches that itch for a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs. Like they have a business because they have that kind of growth mindset and they get a lot of purpose and they get a lot of joy from running their business. It doesn't separate them from that, but it also lets them to experience other parts of their life too. So they're not totally tied down by the business. Mm. The other thing that that does is it also makes their business a lot more valuable because people are going to buy a business. They don't want to buy your business if it solely relies on you being there, right? They want the business without you, despite whatever they might tell you. So that's another bonus to kind of approaching it like that. And the other thing is, typically speaking, when you go to sell your business, I mean, you're only going to get kind of using a rule of thumb here, but maybe say five times your annual profits. So that means not even counting whatever you might pay yourself in salary, but you're going to get a lot less money in the long run by selling than by sticking around. So if you're sticking around and you can still be taking your salary, you're still getting those profits. But if you sell, it's five-time profits. You're not getting the salary and that's it. So for a lot of people, it's a lot more lucrative also to just to stay in your business. Mm-hmm. Those are just a few things to think about. I guess the main point that I'm making here, and kind of like what you were talking about at the start there, Lindsay, is you don't have to leave just again, because it seems like that's the thing to do. There's a lot of other options. On the same hand, it doesn't mean you can't. So I also know business owners who are just burnt out and they've had enough and they just want to get out. And you know, for them, selling is the right thing and retirement is the right thing in the traditional sense. What if we have somebody who's retiring who really identifies as an entrepreneurial spirit and maybe they want to start a new business? Yeah. So some people really kind of crave that security that comes with employment, being employed and not being a business owner. So the wonderful thing about financial freedom is 
once you've achieved that, now you have security. You have the security to leave that kind of more cushy job or the salaries coming in, maybe you had a pension, whatever that, that looks like. And you don't rely on that anymore. So now you're free to pursue other passions. And so for some people that might be starting another business. And so that might be because they're somewhat entrepreneurial and they just want to kind of try their hand in starting a business. Or it might be just that they have a skill that other people are willing to pay for and they really enjoy doing that skill. So now they can focus some of that time and what would maybe have the retirement in the traditional sense, but take some of that time to focus on that skill and have people pay for it. I'm actually curious. I don't know much about the next step in retirement or type of retirement. What if we were to talk about, say, a graduated retirement? Sure. Yeah. Some people are in a fortunate situation where their employer might be somewhat flexible. What I mean by graduated retirement here is that they don't just stop working, but maybe they go down to four days a week, then three days or whatever that schedule might look like that works for the individual and for the employer. But the point is not just going down to zero work. It's slowing down the amount of work they're doing. So starting to open up some more free time in their personal life so they can start to find what's going to fill that space once they are done working. So for a lot of people, that's just kind of an easier way to transition into retirement because we've talked about it in the past on you know other podcasts about purpose and retirement, all that kind of stuff that sometimes it's a really hard transition just to stop working. So this is a way for people to kind of experiment with what they're going to do with that time without jumping in too quick where all of a sudden they're kind of struggling to find their purpose. Now, maybe it's not working for the same employer. Maybe you don't have that option. So maybe it's finding another job that's part-time and just working more reduced hours. So that's what I mean by graduated retirement. Right. This next type of retirement might even sort of tuck in under starting a new business. It's something like being an entrepreneur, but if you wanted to switch careers. Yeah, it's the same idea. And the, really the key here is about achieving the financial freedom or getting on pretty close to it, right? So you're no longer feeling the pressure that you need to have that job you've had your whole life for whatever it is right now that's paying all the bills because you've got to a point where you have some financial flexibility. So it just gives you permission, or I'm telling you, you can give yourself permission to look at what do you enjoy? What are the skills you have? Or what's something that you've always wanted to do for work, but again, you just didn't feel comfortable making that jump. So now's the time where you can do that. And this kind of falls into some of the things we just talked about, right? So maybe it's just jumping to a new employer. Maybe it's starting a new business, or maybe it's going back to school, getting a new degree or diploma, learning something new, and then starting over again if it's something that you're just really interested in. So I guess the main point here, again, is for a lot of people, they're thinking about retirement because they want to get away from their job. It doesn't mean they don't want to work, though. Mm -hmm. So financial freedom is really giving them that, yeah, I guess, permission, again, and flexibility to go after something else, something different. That leads us into our next type quite nicely, because I think switching careers, being an entrepreneur, it's about passion and curiosity. And what about if somebody wants to give their time to, say, a charitable cause? Yeah, exactly. So retirement does not mean that, okay, you just stop work and you sit on the beach, play golf between winter and summer, right? You could have an idea how you want to spend your time. And so maybe it is jumping into something that you're passionate about. So maybe it's not necessarily like a skill, like we're talking about starting a new business, but maybe it's an organization or charity, something that you're really passionate about helping. And now you can free up that time. And so maybe you're still working a full week, but you're doing it for a cause that's near and dear to you that maybe you're not getting paid for. Again, achieving financial freedom, it gives you that flexibility to do whatever you're passionate about and help whoever you want. Mm -hmm. So would you suggest that people try out traditional retirement first or what would your avenue be? Yeah. So I guess kind of my last point here, try traditional retirement is you don't have to jump into any of these things that we just talked about. You can just try retirement. And this kind of goes back to our 
discussion on unretirement before, which is you can go back to work if you don't like being retired, right? We've talked about purpose as well, figuring out what to do and kind of which avenue makes the most sense. You could really start with finding your purpose and you can check out our retirement navigator for that and our episode on that. Mm -hmm. But there is nothing wrong with retiring, seeing how it goes, trying to find your rhythm. And if you don't, go out and try one of these other options that we just talked about. The last thing I would say on all this is kind of what I said at the start. There's no one size fits all. You don't have to do traditional retirement. So know that there are a lot of different ways to approach retirement or approach your life, we'll call it post-financial freedom, and start thinking about what makes the most sense for you, not just doing what you think the expectation is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that's well said, Joe. Okay. Thanks, Lindsay. Thank you. Investment services are provided through Matthews & Associates Investments of Aligned Capital Partners Incorporated and approved trade name of Aligned Capital Partners Inc. ACPI. Only investment-related products and services are offered through ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI and covered by the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Tax planning, financial planning, and insurance services are provided through Matthews & Associates. Matthews & Associates is an independent company separate and distinct from ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI. Matthews & Associates are not licensed tax professionals, and you should consult with your tax advisor before acting on any recommendations. Thank you for joining us for this latest episode of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. If you'd like to see how prepared you are for retirement, we've created a free retirement readiness calculator to help you out. Go to matthewsandassociates.ca forward slash ready to input your retirement information and receive instant feedback to help you evaluate your current retirement readiness. Be sure to tune back in for the next episode. And until then, we're here to help you simplify and succeed in your retirement planning.